0: What is up, True Selfie fam? It's Brooke, your host, and I am pumped about today's topic. But before we dive into what I believe to be a true word from God for you today, I want to let you know that there are plenty of ways to support this podcast. What you are doing right now is supporting it just by listening, and I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or by financially supporting, whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast, which gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions as little as 99 cents. You can also support through my website, brookegunther.com by clicking the donate tab where one-time contributions or monthly contributions are accepted through PayPal or by using your debit or credit card. However you support, I appreciate you. Now let's dive into today's topic. All right, guys, welcome into to your selfie this week. It's Brooke and Jesse here. Um, Jesse, wanna say hi to everybody?
1: Yes, hi. That's Jesse J E S <laughs> S E.
0: Last name Gunther G U E N T H E R. I wasn't gonna give them all. We info. have to spell <laughs> our name literally every time that we are giving our names to people because. The E is silent, y'all. The E is silent. Um, not, you didn't Not even need to know that today. <laughs> but we're going to talk today. Uh, we're going to continue a talk that we talked about last week with Focus. And today we're going to talk more on making sure that we are re- realigning our focus on to biblical truth and you know where we're supposed to be Um, I'm gonna start out with a verse today because scripture is everything and we have to um, live by it and we have to learn it and so um, I'm gonna read out of Proverbs today 4 25 and 27 it says this let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you Um, I think a lot of times I don't know what do you did you listen to that
1: yeah. I listen to your podcast every week.
0: No, I'm asking did oh. you
1: listen to Oh, did I listen to you like talking right now? <laughs> yeah. I listen Is it too when early you for
0: you to chime in? Me? Yeah. No. What are your thoughts
1: just well, off the bat? So I so in your podcast last week that I listened to because I because I listened to your stuff, uh <laughs> weekly. And um you talked about I was there the moment when somebody like like prayed over you and lifted your head up, like I know which moment you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Um, Exactly And when I think about that I think about when we had an evangelist come to church And I wasn't I wasn't where I am with God today And I was A lot of times When I would lift my hands up in the past Or or, I don't know A lot of times when people lift their hands up Our heads are down And I remember that evangelist Coming up to me I I think I had my hands lifted up at that point in time But my head was down and he did the same thing to me, with a let's say a screaming tone I of I voice know who you're talking about. In, in, in my ear. He goes, "He's not down there." He goes, "He's up there." And he lifted <laughs> my head up and and did kind of the same thing, a little, maybe less gentle than than your experience, but not like a loving God. I, it was more no, like, well, but I I responded. Maybe you to needed that. that I, I was going to st- say I still remember it. I mean, I'm talking about it right now, yeah. and I still think about it. We. We lower our heads (laughs) in respect, in honor, you know, uh, like a bow, a submission. We we do that. But if we're focusing and looking for God, like you say, then, you know, we should be looking at him.
0: Right. Yeah, that's so funny because I remember. (laughs) (laughs) And you, I don't think you were at the point to like... Obviously you remember but to receive it in the context that probably he was giving it to you. But um, you know, at the end of the day, like as Christians, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We have to keep our gaze always looking forward. Um, you know, there are a ton of people out there who and I've heard this from, you know, a select few of people just in the last couple of months that say, you know, I just can't forget about this or I can't, it's hard for me to, you know, move on and, and I I just keep remembering things that I've done and, and yeah, we're supposed to remember, you know, where God's brought us from, but you also have to remember that our, the God's grace and mercy and his, um, forgiveness towards you and we can't keep looking behind us. We can't keep turning back, wondering if life is better back there, wondering if, you know, if things are going to, the things that we, you know, did, if they're going to creep up and and catch us, you know what I mean? But we have to keep our eyes moving forward. We have to keep our gaze. We can't sit in our shame and our guilt. Um, A lot of Christians don't move into their potential because of the things that have, they've done in the past or, or the things that they feel like are holding them back. There has to be, you know, when you accept Jesus into your heart and there is a transformation that happens, there is a freedom that you have to walk into. And a lot of Christians don't walk into that freedom because they can't grasp the, you know, the love and the mercy and the forgiveness that God gives us with the things that we've done in the past.
1: I was talking um, uh, to uh, an experienced aged gentleman the other night, and we have similar stories of really finding the Lord in our 30s. And um, his 30s was a lot longer ago than what mine was. I'm still in the midst of mine. Well, towards the end. But anyways, he was saying that we were talking about people coming to God and how some of those things that you've done and all that stuff. He mentioned in his 80s that some of those thoughts still come into his mind. And he's like, oh, get out of here, you know? And he's like, but he believes that we're, we're meant to to battle it or to have the remembrance of that because we do not want to forget where we've come from. Uh, There might be a physical scar on your body that is there maybe as a reminder um, that that God's letting you know where he brought you from. And then the other thing I want to say is we're talking like we're talking physical gaze so far. We've talked about lifted heads and and keeping our eyes on him and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's we need to make sure our our spiritual gaze is on God. Our our physical gaze we need to um, we need to absorb His Word and all of that. But at all times we need to have like a God radar or a God compass and be paying attention to that.
0: I like that. Um, I was listening to something this week that I was talking about. Um, just making sure that you know sometimes we're doing things with our hands and It needs to be done with our hearts. Like we say, you know, God, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. But if our hearts and our spiritual, like you're saying, like our spiritual gaze, if we're not doing it, sometimes we're doing it with the wrong intentions, you know, Mm -hmm. we're doing it out of active, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing. But if our spiritual eyes aren't open and our hearts aren't open and we're not doing it out of the love of our heart and the compassion that's inside of us and looking towards Jesus, you know, the author and the perfecter of our faith, like that's where it makes a difference um, because you can serve, you know, with your hands, but you can, there are a lot of mean servers, <laughs> but if your heart and your spiritual self, isn't looking to God, making sure that, you know, what we're doing is, is from our hearts and it's because we want our focus to be on Jesus and our focus to be on, you know, loving, you know, those that are unlovable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always struggle and have to go back to the story of Mary and her sister, who is Martha. Martha. Um, which one's doing the dishes?
0: Martha, is it, it's doing Martha, the dishes, right? Yes. Okay.
1: So Martha's in there doing the dishes and a lot of us do the dishes, right? you know, and we forget to serve with our heart to, to worship him, to gaze upon him with our hearts. And, uh, yeah, we do a lot of back break and physical work. I would think especially men um, have a tendency to probably do work, but not really think about the spiritual portion of it.
0: Yeah. And we were, you know, we were talking about um, just like focusing on, you know, God and all of his goodness and and mercy and, and how important that is, um, because when you like when you lock eyes with him, you know, in your quiet time or, um, you know, throughout the week or throughout your day, um, you know, that's where your, you come into alignment with his purpose. Um, you know, there, and I heard this this week too, this is so funny. Um, there, you know, in the scripture, it talks about like his power and it talks about his will. And someone was like, you know, he says his power because there are, other powers that he's trying to let you know, like his power is the one that you have to, you know, rely on. You know, there are his ways, there are other ways, there are your ways, there are my ways. Um, so he's saying, you know, it's my way. You know, there is his will, you know, I have a will, you have a will. Um, And so in scripture, when you see him um, say and like literally say his power or his will or his way, that's telling you like, listen, there are other powers out in the world. There are other wills. There are other ways. But mine is the most important. And that's what happens when you lock eyes with him is not only do you you know, get your, your worth and your value and and you understand who you are. You understand your purpose. You understand who he is, but your desires become his desires. So that realignment happens in those quiet times where you can learn to say, you know, this is what my will is God, but I'm laying that down and I'm putting it under yours. And getting that focus, realigning it to an actual kingdom thing. Because at the, like, the kingdom is what matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. This Bible, that's what matters. Um, whatever the Bible says is the truth. And so whatever your will is, whatever your way is, whatever your focus is, it has to come under submission to his always. And that's what happens when you're locking eyes with him, is that he can unleash that to you. He can download that to you. He can make you see it. In those times. And the problem is, is we don't sit long enough to gaze upon him. We don't sit not long enough to let him pour that into us so we can do the things that we're called to do the right way.
1: Yeah. So we all were trying to say, okay, or we're saying, you know, stay focused on God, stay on that purpose, but think about what is also happening when you're focusing on him. Um, You are not focusing on lots of other things. So, like, when I turn on, like, uh, some UFC fighting or something, uh, Brooke can't really stand to watch that. She can't stand to watch the violence, the blood on it. It's nasty. It's, It's great. But she has to look away. She physically, like, can't watch that. Or if, let's say, a scary scene comes in on a movie or something, like, people look away. It's a... It's a, it's a, you know, a protection that you're, you're going through to, to keep your mind away from that stuff that doesn't feel good to it. And what we do in real life is sometimes we have a tendency to focus on the bad things because they eat at us. Right. Um, somebody does something wrong to us or, or, you know, says something wrong or, you, uh, somebody posts something online that you don't like, or you get a bill in the mail you didn't expect, or there's just lots of things. And we can have a tendency to zero in on that. And, and that's kind of one of the things that Brooke was talking about, like, like the enemy's coming after you and there, he's going to try to get your focus away from God. When you're focusing on God, not only are you aligning with his will, that's his way of protecting you from all of the other bad stuff coming at you from every different angle. I think of when you're focused on God, you know, um, we uh, work in an industry where we build a lot of like radar arrays and whatnot, things that search the skies that look for, you know, incoming things trying to harm them. And that's kind of what it is when you're focusing on God. you got this radar around you that is just defending you uh, from everything getting thrown your way.
0: Yeah, I like that. I didn't even think about that. That's really good. And, and we kind of see that here in, um, one of the probably most known stories. Um, even if you are a new Christian, you've probably heard someone talk about this story. Um, in Matthew 14, 22 and 32. It's a, it's about 10 scriptures, but it's an easy read. Um, it says this, As soon as the meal was finished, he insisted that the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead to the other side. While he dismissed the people. With the crowd, with the crowd dispersed, he climbed the mountain so he could be by himself and pray. He stayed there alone late into the night. And we're talking about Jesus here. Meanwhile, Whoa. I know. I I keep saying like, he, he, he. And I'm like, I don't think I set this up right for you guys to understand what we're talking about. (laughs) Meanwhile, the boat was far out to the sea when the wind came up against them and they were battered by the waves at about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. They were scared to death. A ghost, they said, crying out in terror. I'm going to pause right there because, um, you know, the boat was far out to the sea. So the disciples aren't with Jesus. And they're getting beat up. And that's what happens, you know, when when we aren't locking eyes with Jesus, when we aren't with Jesus, when we aren't spending time with Jesus, um, it allows a lot more, um, like, evil spiritual stuff happening in the world. Kind of, it just releases that protection, you know, and what Jesse was talking about. Like, when we have a relationship with Jesus, you better bet that there, he is protecting you mm-hmm. from a lot of stuff. Well, you're like, yeah, broke, but I'm a Christian. I love Jesus, but I still get hit. That's just because we live in sin and we live in the world of sin. So no matter what, no matter Christian or not Christian, you're going to have sin. You're going to have troubles. You're going to have waves that are going to come beat you up. But with Jesus, we have a covering. We have a protection. And these guys don't have Jesus in the boat with them. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And then it says, but Jesus was quick to comfort them. Courage. It's me. Don't be afraid. Peter suddenly bold said, master, if it's really you call me to the, Call me to come to you on the water. He said, Come ahead. Jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus, but when he looked down at the waves turning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried, Master, save me. Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand, and then he said, Faint heart, what got into you? Um, what are you like? I mean, you've heard the story. What are some things that.
1: So. Um, somebody at uh, at my work, uh, her son's family just uh, got back from Israel. And when they were in Israel, they did like the tours, you know, they saw all the old biblical houses. They went out on the sea um, <clears throat> where this story happened. And they, they tell it there a little bit different. She was amazed because like think that we when we think boat nowadays it's it's a lot different than a boat then like it was a little rickety boat um probably barely big enough for them and so it was a really scary moment and whenever like now whenever i my walk with god right now if i ever feel distant then I start to get scared. That's good. Um, so it's like, oh, you know what? I, I've, I've, let's say I've been on vacation and I, and I haven't read any word or I'm not listening to enough worship music or something, but I can feel the, the anxiety building in me thinking I need more God. And so I can feel that distance building and... Uh, you get tuned to that and you start saying, Oh, that's that's too much, that's too far away. And then uh, they they were so far away and they were so scared that when Jesus actually came into their life, they were even more scared. Like that's how far away they they were. They thought he was a ghost, they didn't know what he was. So it was it was maybe even more scared than that, or than they were in the beginning in, in just the storm. Um and then peter just peter just kind of thugs it out with boldness there he goes ah mm, jesus that. that's really you he goes call me out there mm. you know show up
0: i love that and i paused pause you for a second because okay. that's kind of where i was gonna talk in a minute but um you know i feel like sometimes i'm that way right. with boldness because like and if anybody in here that's listening that you know have been bold in a prayer or been bold in like a dream or like a plan for your life. Um, I feel like I've done this a lot where I'm like, you know, I have this boldness. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I get scared. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I fall because I, and that, that falling, you know, where, where Peter starts to sink in the water. That's how I feel. And a lot of things that I've tried to walk out in and, at the, you know, the, the main p- part of this story is the focus, you know, there are going to be things that are scary. It's great to be bold. I think Peter's, you know, he's a, what do you call him a thug? Yeah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> I'm like, yes, like go, you know, it's great to be bold, but just remember, even when you're scared, you have to lock eyes with Jesus. The focus, when you, have Jesus when you're locking eyes with him when you're focused on him the things around you aren't as scary
1: yeah yeah so what I think of is is he's bold for a short time because he's flesh we we get fired up on a Sunday a Sunday night a Wednesday night we get fired up about something and we got boldness to talk about it for a day two three days or something but then we're flesh Then all those distractions, all those waves come at you and they, you're like a a sandy shore at that point in time and life coming at you quickly erodes your boldness. And I I think that that's what happens to a a lot of people who are like, I'm going to start this ministry or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that and you, you lose it. So you have to say, I'm going to do this and you have to stay bold in that. You have to keep your focus yeah, Jesus
0: Jesus, even you know he says faint heart you know like faint like we are faint in our hearts and our in our ways and our being um we're flesh it's faint it's gonna fail it's gonna we're gonna have flaws we're gonna be discouraged we're gonna have all of those things um but the two of them climbed into the boat and the wind died down and that's when the, all of the disciples in the boat were saying this is it you are God's son for sure and so um I don't know. I just, I think the focus is super important. I mean, it's crucial, you know, and in in the day and age that we live, and I know, like, people say that all the time. Like, I can just remember people, like, like, in our grandparents' age right now, you know, 30 years back, you know, in the day and age that we live, you know? <laughs> but the world is scary, and there are things that are going to come at us, and if we are faint in heart, if we aren't focused on Him, if we aren't keeping our eyes on him in day every day things um the waves of the world are going to overtake us and we are going to sink into those things I think about people who deal with anxiety and depression you know there are people that I personally know that have dealt with anxiety and depression or are dealing with it now and if there's anything that I can encourage you with it's lock eyes with him you know ask yourself am I spending more time focused on This anxiety? Then I am God. Am I spending more time focused on how I'm feeling on the inside, or am I focused on Scripture that tells me I am more than a conqueror? You know, I will fix my eyes upon You. You are the Author and the Finisher of my faith. Um, You know, You are where my help comes from. I will lift my eyes into the hills. That's where my help comes from. You know, are you spending more time telling yourself that, or are you spending more time telling yourself I'm scared, I'm fearful, I'm nervous, I can't, I can't make it through the day? You know?
1: Are we? I think of a lot of people that self diagnose themselves that they start noticing little things in their life where it can be a physical change in their body, or I just don't have as much energy as I did. I wonder what's wrong. And at that time, they start focusing their gaze on an internet search, right? You start trying to find answers outside of the one place where we know has all the answers. I am not saying don't make a doctor's appointment or any of that because God put doctors on this earth. We all know that. And they're very skilled doctors. Uh, God gives all skill. So I'm not saying don't do that. But when you call, you're like, okay, I got an issue. You make that decision and you call and you make that appointment. And they're like, well, we can see you in 10 days or something. I bet your internet search lights up for 10 days and you have 14, maybe 14 and a half conditions that you have diagnosed yourself with. Imagine if you spent that time in God's word, looking for answers before your appointment. What, what peace would you have? going into that appointment instead of walking in and be like, Hey doc, I know what's wrong with me. It's one of these 14 things right here. You know, you just choose one and give me the right pill for it. Um, but you, you don't get your peace from that. All right. You got to go where there are answers. You got to keep your focus in the right spot.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm going to, you know, the, the main point of the topic today is, you know last week we talked about the um the scripture in philippians um about you know keeping your eyes on those who are following you know christ's example um and i think if there's someone here that you know maybe you're a new christian and you're like you know i don't i don't know how to follow jesus you know um that i would encourage you obviously to read your word Um, because you're going to find his examples all throughout the new Testament and the way that he, you know, interacted with people, the way that he healed people, the way that he treated people, those are great starts. And you'll find a lot of things in the new Testament and just Ephesians. And, and, and there are just a lot of, you know, right and wrong ways of living. Um, but look to someone, you know, look to someone who, who looks like they are following as closely as they can to Jesus. Doesn't necessarily always have to be a pastor. It could be, it hopefully is someone in the church, but follow someone, um, have an accountability with someone. Um, you know, we aren't meant to do this alone. We aren't meant to try to figure out the word by ourselves. We aren't meant to try to figure out, you know, life by ourselves. God desires relationship. He desires us to be in community with one another. And um, you, this world is tough and it's hard and there's going to be situations and circumstances and battles and trials that we're going to walk through. And it's important that you have a system, you have a support group That is going to lift you up. That's going to remind you. Even when Jesse was walking through his not so, you know, close to God moment. And that guy came in to like, yelled at him and said, lift your head. And in my moment just recently where she just kindly lifted my head. I mean, we don't even know these people. We probably haven't spoken any words to them. Mm -mm. Um... But you have to get yourself in those situations. You have to put yourself in situations where there are going to be people that when you're discouraged and when waves are cra- coming and crashing at you, that can lift you up, that can remind you of where you're going, that can remind you that the past doesn't define you, that can remind you that the enemy is coming to steal, kill, and destroy. But listen, God came so you could have life and that you could be abundant life. And you have to have people pouring into you
1: yeah so um you know like i mentioned earlier uh, that i listen to your podcast uh because that's what i do and <laughs> so you i have to no. i don't have to uh, no, i, I, I listen know. to it when i run i mean it's great i do listen to it at 1.3 speed uh to kind of pick up the pace of my feet a little bit but listening to it you had mentioned you know filtering your friends online uh mm-hmm. who you follow and whatnot see listen there's a fact um, so I am, I'm currently, I'm running and, uh, to try to train for the mini marathon. And I'm, so what I started, what I did this morning actually was go through my Apple music library and, and delete the, anything that wasn't Christian in there. I had like some some music with no words in it. I did have something by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, <laughs> some old country music. Don't, I don't even laugh. know what that is. <laughs> Fishing in the dark. But when you it said is. it, Nitty Gritty. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I I just had some random stuff in there. I'm not saying that I had bad music in there, but I'm like, I went through and I filtered it the first time, and I, I left like maybe the Nitty Gritty. Or, or, did you leave one or, no hold on i went through it and then i got to the end and i was like well <clears throat> i left some stuff in there that wasn't straight for god but then i went back through a second time and refiltered it and got rid of all of it out of there so i went there through and i was i'm trying i'm thinking about trying to build a playlist that is going to be long enough to get me through a, a two hour run so that's that's the first example so i'm i like did that this morning the other one is um you know with you filtering friends out of your life and you talk about you know surrounding uh you know yourself with people who do that um so uh we know somebody in our life right now where there is um let's say a challenge between uh, a father and a daughter and the daughter has a friend that might not be the best influence in her life and she knows that but that's her friend and the father has challenged her to monitor that friendship or, or see if it's needed or, or maybe that it is not needed. Uh, maybe that that friend is not good for her. So there is a I believe it's a one month challenge to uh, throttle that friendship. And so it's we need to listen to God. we need to make sure we have godly people in our lives that'll say, hey, I see you hanging out with that person. You know, what's your opinion on them? And then that's, that person's nice way of saying, you need to get away from that fool. Yeah. They're not good for you. Yeah. Just like me and Oreos. Yeah. yeah like it's like it. It's not good for you. Yeah. I've been a week without Oreos, everybody. I'm <laughs> just here no to do no self-control. <laughs>
0: um, but I mean, at the end of the day, you are who you hang with. That's a very popular slogan. Yeah. Um, you know, I think about people who are, you know, maybe be single in this room or listening. Not in um, this room? Not in this room. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry. I was like, dad, is there some? I don't know. Sorry, I, know. I didn't mean I, to interrupt well, you. Like, Sorry. No, but like listening. when I lead
0: worship, I always, in the room, it's yeah. something that I always say. And so when I'm, now I'm in here, I can't say that because it doesn't count. No. It's it kind of like saying morning and evening and then you get mixed up anyways. Okay. Sorry. um Way to call me out. No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> though. but um, you know, if there's anybody listening who is single um, hear, hear this piece of advice. Are you hanging around with a bunch of single people? You know, um, maybe you need to start putting yourself into environments that open up that door if that's something that you desire. You know, you are who you hang with. If you're hanging around with a bunch of, you know, people who are cussing and living a lifestyle of, you know, clubbing or anything like that, that's going to be what you get pulled into. And so just evaluate, realign, realign where you're at, revisit where you're at, refilter where you're at. You know, those people that I unfollowed on, on Instagram, they're great people. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't Mm -hmm. cuss, you know, they're, they, they're just great people. But at the end of the day, it's distracting me from my calling and I can't let that happen. I can't let something so stupid like that. Keep me from where God wants me and where God wants to use me because that is a privilege and an honor and it's a humbling moment to know that God wants to use us and so just check yourself you know realign your focus spend more time with him are you locking eyes with him personally and then let's realign where you're at you know where who you're hanging with what you're doing what you're listening to um because you know the it'll creep in really tiny things you know it's Mm -hmm. it's little things at first and then it begins to overtake you waves don't just start huge you know they're starting little by little by little and then it just it just overtakes you
1: yeah i mean it would be easy to see if something was coming at you in in a big wave you know, and say, "Oh, that's probably not good for me." Um, <clears throat> I still remember Randy Fields' message on a Wednesday or a Sunday night years ago. At this point in time, about tolerance, uh, he's big into the um, the farming industry when it comes to treating fields to uh, get rid of weeds in them. He's big into that, and he started talking about tolerance and how they chemically trick the weeds into accepting the poison so they will take the you know roundup basically or weed killer Mm -hmm. and they sprinkle it with like a little bit of sugar is kind of what he put a little bit of sugar on it or something that the plant likes and then the plant lets down its defenses and it soaks that up and comes in the poison with it um so just be very aware of that, that, that there are tricks to get bad things in your life.
0: Right. And, um, I'm going to end with this verse and then I'm literally going to turn the button off. And, um, uh, because at, this is the main point of why we're here and why we have to keep our focus on jesus so i'm gonna read this to you it's the message version of philippians 3 and then we're piecing out for today um we love you guys thank you so much for listening but i want you to hear this and then i'm gonna um stop recording it says i'm not saying that i have this all together that i haven't made but i am well on my way reaching out for christ who so has wondrously reached out for me friends don't get me wrong by no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Stick with me, friends. Keep track of those you see running the same course, headed for this same goal. There are many out there taking other paths, choosing other goals, and trying to get you to go along with them. And I've warned you of them many times, sadly. I'm having to do it again. All they want is Easy Street. They hate Christ's cross. But Easy Street is a dead-end street. Those who live there make their bellies their God's belches are their praise all they can think of is their appetites but there's far more to life for us we are citizens of high heaven we're waiting the arrival of the savior the master jesus christ who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own he'll make us beautiful and whole with the same power skill by which he is putting everything as it should be under and around him